Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I am still in Vegas because it is the heart of the sports world right now, going from the mm-hmm. UFC to the NBA, to the WNBA, to the NBA, to boxing, to college football. And Adrian is right alongside with me for all these amazing events. How are you doing, my friend? I'm feeling like a young Jason Capono. I don't know what it is. I don't know <laughs> what's in the air, what's in my Gatorade, what's in my water. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I mean, I'm feeling like Peter Stoyakovich, man. <laughs> I, the way I was sniping at the park on Saturday and in my adult league rec league games makes me think, like, man, I should have picked basketball. I really think I could have made, made the NBA. I really do. Just on I shooting now and size. I love that for you. I love that as well. What I don't love, I don't think um, any of you are near the beach right now. It has been the the gloomiest summer that I can ever remember, and I'm really miserable with it. It's 76 degrees and cloudy every day, and it's just it's driving me nuts. Arash, I think when you come back, you bring the sun with you. Well, I was going to say, so me and Adrian uh, don't have a lot of sympathy because it's 117 degrees. No, 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 no. On Monday, it was a record-breaking, like, it it was the hottest day in Las Vegas history. It was 120. You know, that almost makes me as sick. You hear it, it's 76. This is awful. (laughs) By the beach. You know, on Monday, where it was 120 here in Vegas... In Death Valley, it was also a record, or it was, I don't know if it was a record or not, but it was 131 degrees in oh which people God. were going there specifically because it was so damn hot. And to me, uh, that's just, it's just the universe getting rid of those that need to be get rid of. I don't mean to be so morbid, but if damn. you're going there specifically because it's 100, the universe, the universe will take care of itself. That's all I'll say. Because that's insane. I'm going to go somewhere because it's 131 degrees. That's, that's a, nice. that sounds like an activity we want to be a part of. What? Okay. I feel bad for complaining now, but the one thing I will say is when you go to the desert, you do know what you're signing up for near the beach. This summer has been crazy. There's no sun. It's no sun every day. And it's, I know I shouldn't complain because 76 is still better than 131, but where's the sun at? Arash, I don't know what, what you're well, doing. Well, here's the, the thing. It's you keep blaming him. <laughs> well, so Armani Buckets, uh, Beijing, what he likes to do is he likes to take his shirt off and he likes to, <laughs> to uh, jog up and down the strand. So, you know, like he, he can't have these moments if it's a gloomy and cloudy outside. So we'll, we'll, we'll take this. We'll take you guys behind the scenes. One of the main reasons that we are also available on youtube by again youtube.com slash at sporting trib is not only to see brandon's chains when he decides to wear them but also armani's his guns so armand if you could really quick just show off the guns because you're in here sleeveless on a tuesday yeah yeah there it are and all you need to do is smile if there needs to be some sunshine all it needs to be there we go there's the NBA shooting this. guards bicep right there. That's a Desmond Bain bicep. I don't know about an <laughs> NBA shooting guards bicep. Hashtag a little too big. Birth. 
Yeah, easy okay. now. Speaking of basketball, uh, we, we've wrapped up the summer league here. Um, this was a very interesting summer league because I think there was one player in particular, and we've talked about him a lot. So, Adrian, I promise this will be the last day we talk about him. But I think, uh, you know, there's a lot said about what the Lakers did this offseason. And Max I Christie. think I think Max Christie will be one of their biggest additions in terms of uh, you're going to see a player go from – Okay, he's got a lot of potential. He was with the South Bay Lakers. Shout out South Bay Lakers. Uh, Max Christie. So, Armani Buckets, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on the performance of one Max Christie during this NBA Summer League? So, do we want to start positive or more negative? Either way. Let's start negative because we've really showered him with a lot of praise. It's not even negative. It's more so that a lot of the stuff that you see him doing in Summer League with the ball in his hands, I don't expect the ball to be in his hands in the NBA. But, but his shooting looks like it can translate. That was the question mark coming into the league. And we know this. Jared Vanderbilt is the only guy... Let's go back to the playoffs. Jamal Murray, 30 points in a single half. You need somebody eventually that can guard those guys. And I think eventually Max Christie will be that guy for the Lakers. The question is, can he get that development this year? Will he be able to? Now, I wouldn't put anything past him considering the fact that they developed Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura in the middle of one season. So that's the goal for Christie. Can you guard Jamal Murray by the time the playoffs come? Can you guard Stephen Curry by the time the playoffs come? I know nobody can guard those guys, really. But can you do enough on that end of the floor defense? I'm a big believer in him. Yeah. I I just wanted to add, too, like, I mean, I just wrote the article, the Clippers uh, and Lakers, you know, summer league recap. I mean, Christie's second-year leap is going to be pivotal to the team because one realistically, when we look at the Lakers right now, who are their perimeter defenders? Jared Vanderbilt, who struggles a lot offensively, and Gabe Vincent, who will undoubtedly forget how to shoot, like all Lakers signings do, <laughs> which sucks. But he can he'll at least play defense, and you know, he's not that good of a shooter guys. in the first place. He was what thirty-five uh, percent up to like thirty-eight percent in the playoffs from three, something like that. But either way, I mean. Uh, yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll no, no, I'm sorry. You're, you're good. You're good. My fault. My fault. Yeah, he's under he's under 35 for his career. Um, that may for be sure. some heat magic for that run, but keep going. I mean, but look, that signing was specifically to guard Jamal Murray in a playoff series next year. That's what that's what the signing was for. We'll see if it turns out to be a great signing or not. At the end of the day, Max Christie is going to be relied upon with Demoy Hodge, by the way. Who yeah. I I I think Laker fans will be shooting themselves in the foot if they do not put him on the final roster. That guy is a Contavious Caldwell Pope clone. We were we were deprived of seeing KCP on our team the past couple of years. The guy played in an ankle monitor for the Lakers, and we decided to trade him. I mean, come on now. The guy was uh, he's the heart and soul of almost every team he plays for. He's hard nosed. He plays defense. He shoots threes. Now you got a KCP clone. Joey Buss, they did his job again, and he better be on the roster because him and Christie, it's my last point, they can be the perimeter defenders that they need, those extra ones. Adrian, I don't mean to, to take your turn here, but I do need to interject right here because... Do you think, Playboy? Demoy <laughs> Hodge, as good as he is, and you may be right, Brandon, the end of Summer League, it's basically me and you out there versus these guys. I mean, I, don't, I can't take anything away from, <laughs> from the fact that you're, you're impressing at the end of Summer League. The beginning of Summer League, when the top-level talent is playing, yes, fine. But this very last few, few games is just 
To me, All right, we're going to do a Stephen A. J.J. Reddick here, right here. Okay, uh, that's a that is a misleading point, and for two reasons. Yes, that is the the point as it stands makes sense, but the Clippers yesterday they played Preston, they played Brown before he got hurt, they played everybody pretty much. Okay, and Hodge has been doing this. He did it all of summer league against all those guys. Sure, he had a couple like two, three, three-pointer games against tougher competition, but he still played good defense. And for me, I'd rather have a guy that comes off the bench making two or three threes that's hard-nosed, that can come in and defend, rather than Vanderbilt, who's virtually, virtually non-existent offensively. Right, or for twos. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the summer league, that was last <laughs> or two nights ago, two nights ago, my bad. But uh, that's my point here, Armand. I, I think that the sample size is, is vast enough where I think it translates and I think Laker Nation's gonna be real mad if he doesn't make the final roster. Fair enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peel the curtain just because I think a big part of this show now is I want you to get to know us. I want you to get to know our personality. So uh, sometimes, <laughs> listen. Sometimes, full full disclosure, we pre-record the show, and I have to catch myself whether or not to uh, say that in the chat because no one uh, tries to cover it up more than Brandon. So I briefly said uh, this is. <laughs> Tuesday show. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday. I mean, yesterday. Oh my god! I meant two days ago. Two days ago. There we go. Two days ago. Two days ago. I also, yeah. I just I want to give some love to the Cleveland Cavaliers um, for just making it to the championship um, of the summer league. That is two championships, I believe, in the past seven years. Oh we can start god. the dynasty. Not, and also, oh my god! Also, here we go. This is going to be a great indicator of. You, you're uh, our summer league boy to see how good he's going to do this season, <laughs> Mr. Christie. Um, currently, right now, so far, he has 163,000 followers on Instagram. If within the first month of the season, he bumps that up to 200K, this man's doing pretty good. That'll be a good indicator. So the big thing is Max Christie at some point, and I don't know his personal status, but you know it, it, it happened to Kyle Kuzma. It, it happens to a lot of these young guys. Uh, he's he's going to be on TMZ. He's going to be leaving Craig's or going out with someone, <laughs> a celebrity. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Listen, as long as these guys play, they can do what they want to do. But then he'll be fully Hollywood, as our money bucket said, these Kobe comparisons. And it's more joking, and it's maybe like, what is it, like how he – talks and how he carries himself like like what what is with the kobe comparisons here i think it's the mannerisms kind of the look a little bit the aura um wow i think you can't compare anybody to Moxie. moxie that's a good way to put it you can't compare anybody to kobe but he does have moxie christy definitely has moxie and he he looks very comfortable um i remember you brought up kyle kuzma i remember I was actually at the first preseason game that Kuzma played in. And remember, Kuzma had a good summer league, a really good summer league. They were chanting Kuz, Kuz, Kuz yeah. before he even went to the scores table. It was it was ridiculous. So if Christie plays well, the fans are going to take him right under their wing. He will be beloved if he if he carries this into the preseason and into the regular season. 
There's Same never been a player that isn't white that was described as Moxie as the first adjective. <laughs> this is the first on the Sporting Tribune that we did it with oh, a not white player. Loves that. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, there's a ton of white players with Moxie. No, no, that's what I'm saying, that this is the first time that oh, we oh, first use that. Uh, this Vincent, is so... I said, has Moxie. I said Vincent has Moxie. Vincent's uh, that's That's heat culture. That's different. It's a whole different. <laughs> How is that different? Moxie culture. is Moxie. Well, that's because like saying he, $100 culture, isn't, isn't $100 in in uh in New York it's two hundred dollars even though no, we're in the same freaking country. It's just that the Heat have that trademark. That's like a whole thing. It's heat culture. You understand you're a Lakers fan. You guys have like we're the Lakers. The, 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 All right, this Javon is one of them Carter things. has Moxie. We can go down the list. <laughs> Javon Carter has Shout out Chicago Bulls. Tyrese Maxi has Moxie. Um uh, you want to speaking keep going? of speaking of Tyrese I mean you always have a list so I know we could keep going. Um <laughs> there's interesting discussions with Maxi and Tyler Hero right now with Lillard and where he's going and stuff like that. So it's been interesting conversations with that guy in particular. By the way, Wednesday, are, are they really going to wait till the season starts? I mean, we had this discussion again, totally different players, obviously. With Russell Westbrook, where I, I'm watching them in training camp. But I can't believe this guy's on the team still. With Dame, um, like, are they just going to keep him and then trade him at the trade deadline? Like, like what's going to happen here? Okay. I really think that we are forgetting recent history in the NBA. Just last year, remember how many of us, including myself, thought that Donovan Mitchell was headed to the New York Knicks? Arash, mm-hmm. did you think he was headed to New York? 100%. I think we all, yeah. we, I think we, we all did. By the, and then the out, Cavs came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Out of nowhere, Cleveland jumps in and trades for him, and it kind of caught everybody off guard a little bit. I feel like the Damian Lillard situation, if he was genuinely headed to Miami, can't they come to an agreement sooner? I don't yeah. think he'll go into training camp with them because I think it's too much of a distraction for Sixers. But I think that some team can swoop in here and get him. And my prediction for that is not Philadelphia. I don't think any of you will be able to guess who I who I think could jump. Okay, in. let's take a guess first. Let's say, yeah, Rosh, what's your guess that <laughs> the Spurs? Not San Antonio. No. Okay, Adrian, what's your guess? I mean, he's going to Miami. Okay. I would uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to say this. Not if it's not 76ers. Utah. Yes, Brandon. Oh! Was that actually right? Let's go! (laughs) It sounds ridiculous if you just say the word Utah and Damian Lillard. But the thing is, they acquired so many assets for Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. They can keep their nucleus together while sending out a ton of assets. They could put together a much better package than Miami. And one more thing, Damian Lillard, he went to college in Utah. He's familiar with it. I'm sure he liked that. I mean, it's hard to convince anybody to go play in Utah, but... Hey, can I just guy... say this? So I was there for the All-Star Weekend, and I'm not saying Utah is the greatest city, but if you live in Salt Lake City, you, uh, it is only, what is that, like a half hour to Park City, Utah? Park City, Utah is amazing. I love Park City, Utah. There you go. <sighs> Why? Utah's the- not bad. Utah's not Cleveland. Salt Lake City, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I, I didn't mean to do it like that. I don't know what that's supposed but to mean. Salt Lake better, City, better food, you, best food you, in the country. You were to say if you, well, it's very good food, yes. But Salt Lake City, I would rather play in Salt Lake City than Cleveland, Ohio. 
That's wow. crazy. No <laughs> Hold on a second. For you no guys to readily Cleveland. let's let's Cleveland not talk about you, how many you, free agents you has guys, the Guardians and guys, Indians ever attracted? You guys, the the amount that we don't need to talk about <laughs> drugs on this show, but you guys need to take care of yourselves. All right, you've been in Vegas too long right now, Rash. Now let's get to Utah. You want to talk? Why would Damian Little want to go to Utah? I think Man, if I'm, the Miami trade is it. not. If, if it's not feasible and Portland is really willing to say, hey, we're not sending you there because the offer is just not attractive enough. for What's for the offer? The offer is you either send Tyler Hero to a third team or you take him yourself. And then you get basically Jaime Jaquez, Nikola Jovic, salaries to match it and a couple picks and pick swaps. I, don't, I, I feel like they can do much better than that. Um, and Tyler Hero is better than Jordan Clarkson. So you're just replacing a two with a two that they all kind I don't of do think the same would, thing. I think it would be more Taylor Hendricks and Keontae George as the Jazz headliners, the guys that they just drafted. Um, yeah, Tyler Hero is better than Jordan Clarkson, but also Tyler Hero in a in a lineup with Shaden Sharp and Scoot Henderson and also Anthony Simons kind of makes no sense. So, I, regardless, I'm really just annoyed by all the Dame talk. It's like, if you're going to do something, yeah. do it. But I, it's going to probably drag out all summer because Portland doesn't want to lose that leverage. But the closer you get, I mean, the more teams are going to be saying, hey, you're kind of in a tough spot. You guys either send them to us or you just live with it. So, but I would watch out for Utah. I just I don't think age. he's gonna go there. I don't think he's gonna wanna he if he gets traded there, he's just not gonna like what what is he gonna do that for? He's trying to get out if he's going to leave Portland, which he wants to do, he wants he to wants go to, to win a, a winner or a team that wins. Like he's not just swapping out Portland for Utah. Like that's not that and that and that's why that's my big thing. Like he's going wherever it ends up, it's going to be a contender. This might be one of the weird situations where this might be a four or a five team trade just to be able to facilitate everyone's salary cap and all these picks and all these swaps. But even for Utah, it doesn't make any sense because hey, you get Damian Lillard and what does that do for the team? Like they're gonna make the playoffs and lose in the first round? Like I don't know. Brandon, what were you saying? I'll, I'll tell you this. San Antonio is going to be involved if it's a multiple t- team trade because they're going to want assets to build around Victor Wembanyama for the future, and they have tons of young players they can offload. And elephant in the room here, and I agree with you, Adrian. My biggest thing is I don't think Miami – I know Paul Pierce just said this the other day. I don't think they're the best team in the East even if they trade for Damian Lillard. I, I don't. I think that they lost – They've been to the Eastern pieces. Conference Finals how much? How many times? No one thought but it this year. That's true. That is very true. But they never, they like, never, the bubble year, no one thought they were going to make it. Like, that's their thing. It's them, or, it's them <laughs> Milwaukee, or Cleveland if Cleveland can find a couple scores. They they overachieve over and over and over. Boston's going to choke like they always do every year. And they have more well, smarts. While so the Lakers I mean, sign your boy and the Cavs sign Max Struess, like, you're going to see all these players that were in Miami hey, by the way, underperform. Laker. Two years. Once he can't <laughs> Can win, a, once he can't win a championship. In stay Boston. on. Let's stay on topic real quick. Joel Embiid <laughs> and Jason Tatum and Anthony Davis. The I big just, three. Armand, I just don't like. I just. Th- this is what Miami does. They ended up. Get, they get superstars when they have no. They got Jimmy Butler. They didn't have no cap space. They didn't have no picks. They didn't really have anything that was valuable. They ended up with Jimmy. Riley's a Houdini. Like they make things work. And anytime they've had success, they've been in the conference finals. How many years they've been to the finals? 
Like, I just... To me, like for Paul Pierce to say, I don't care what Paul Pierce has to say. I really don't. Um, so that like it doesn't mean much to me. I'm going off of the results and what they've done. They always make the best out of whatever, the undrafted or not, and they pull things out. And when you add Dame and and, and Jimmy, like that's that's a discussion of they can finally give over that hump because they know they don't have enough to win the finals. They have enough to get there, and it's been remarkable. So I just, I don't know. I just think it's going to be Miami. I don't think that these are all just, there's a reason why that name has been brought up since the beginning. And Dame's been doing the playing Miami in summertime in the background of his IG post and being cryptic. He wants to go to Miami and he thinks he can win there. And I don't blame him. And here's what you're right. I think Portland clearly, as much as they, here's the thing, they want to trade him where he wants to go. They want to trade him to a contender. Uh, listen, because if it was about him just staying with the team that could maybe make the playoffs and lose in the first round, there's no reason for him to leave. So they want to do right by him. They want to do right by the franchise as well. I think they're looking at the Heat's trade right now and saying, guys, this is straight garbage. I know you, you think you have us over the barrel. You, you, you really don't. We don't have to trade this guy. We will. We want to do business. But give us a trade that we can go back to our fan base and say this was worth it. All right. Let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by the Sporting Tribune's Grant Mona. When we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the Bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment or want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. All right, let's go out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline and join a good friend, Grant Mona. Grant, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, doing well. Um, the Dodgers kind of lost a tough one yesterday, but uh, I'm excited for the rest of the summer. I know it's kind of a dead period, but baseball's in full swing. It's kind of going to be the only thing on here because summer league's over after – uh, last yeah. night, so we were ready to go. All done, all done. Summer league, and now full speed ahead to all the other amazing things that are happening. I, I kind of want to put a bow on uh, what we talked about in the first segment, only because uh, the Cavs. Well, the Cavs, you know. Listen, I. By the way, you are amongst people who are very high on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think this group in particular mm. feels um, feels that 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 they could go on a run. They could actually go to. The NBA Finals, but Damian Lillard again. There's there's, there's this feeling that he's going to be with the Heat. They're going to figure it out. But Grant, I'm I'm with Portland on this one. I think that they want to do right by Dame, but I think that they're also saying, hey, you know, we got to make a fair trade. That's why we we I think we all kind of believe that this will be a you know three, four, five team trade. Grant, your feelings on where Dame goes. Yeah, I, I think it's still going to be Miami. Um, I think that Miami's probably the front runner. Now, I do think that it's not going to be a two-team trade. I think they're going to have to get some other teams involved in order to facilitate those draft picks back to Portland because Miami does have draft picks, but I don't think they have enough to 
to kind of sway that deal. Um, you know, you can have a team maybe like San Antonio get involved. You could have, you know, other teams get involved to, to maybe facilitate that because I just don't see Portland just wanting Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. I think they'd want more than that. I, I don't think that would get a deal done for such a premier player, um, which is kind of why I thought maybe, you know, Portland would look elsewhere. You know, I know the Sixers don't really have any picks. There's a very scarce amount of teams that have picks. So, you know, if you go into this and you say, okay, well, if he wants to go to Miami, we can do it, but we're, we're going to have to get somebody else involved. And the same thing with James Harden. The Clippers don't have assets. I don't know this thing about James Harden where the Clippers, you know, especially with Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey tries to get everything out of, of any team that he deals with. I mean, um, he traded Ben Simmons, you know, for, for James Harden. Um, so, it, you know, both of these deals, you're going to probably have to facilitate a third team in here to make it work. I do think they get done because this is where uh, this is where those guys want to go. Usually when a guy says, I want to go here, here's where I want to go, he gets his, his wish. I do think that's what happens, but I think that's going to be, you know, another team, at, at least three, maybe even a four-teamer. I'm not sure, but Portland needs better assets from Miami. And Grant, I was just going to ask about the James Harden deal, too, because how do which one do you think happens first, the Lillard or James Harden deal? Because I, there's new reports that, especially with Maury being as difficult as he is to deal with, he gets the most out of everything. He's one of the best GMs in the league. There's no denying that because he... Yeah lets things ride and has pride and doesn't trade guys trade always makes a better trade than he should. How long do you think this takes for the Clippers? I think, you know, it's not, it's not going to be something that's going to happen. I don't think it this month, uh, you know, usually we, you know, we, we saw a lot of rumors with, with Kyrie and KD last year around this time too, and nothing really materialized until mid season. Now I don't think, I don't think it'll go to mid season just because, you know, James Harden's a kind of, the kind of guy that you can't just keep him off the team. He's at least going to play for the Sixers. Um, I know he says he doesn't want to, but I'm sure he'll, you know, there's a lot of memes going around social media about him putting on a, a fat suit, which is kind of disrespectful. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's usually around this time to, that, that we hear, uh, you know, oh, this is going to take months and months. It usually doesn't go on like that. It's usually going to happen before the season or in training camp. You know, there's rumors about Russell Westbrook being traded in training camp, and that didn't really happen until midseason either. So there are instances where that happens, but I think in this one, since the rumors happened so early, I mean, they happened like right when free agency started, even before that. I think that James Harden will be the first to go. Damian Lillard. You know, I, I can't really get a gauge on what he wants. Chris Haynes says something, and then somebody else says something else. So, you know, he loves the game. He loves basketball a lot. Um, so I think that he'll play in Portland, even if they don't get a deal done. I think he'll still play just because he loves Yeah, I do. I think he'll still play when the season starts. Now, I don't know if that's going to be, you know, two months in the season, one month in the season, because you do have this new tournament. So I don't know how that's going to affect anything, if they want to play him or not. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work, but I do think that Harden goes first just because he's directly set. And, you know, you could say, you know, Dame has no trade, you know, doesn't have a no trade clause, but he kind of does because he's been so loyal to that team. Um, so I think Harden goes first, but like I said, they're going to have to involve another team because the Clippers, they don't have many assets. They don't have any draft picks. They have maybe Norman Powell as a contract match, Marcus Morris. You're not going to give away Terrence Mann. I guess the front office doesn't want to get rid of Terrence Mann, and that's going to be a centerpiece. So I think Harden goes first. I need to make one thing clear. No matter what trade possibility Portland has, the best player they're going to get in any trade is Tyler Hero, whatever that means. And that's bottom line. If there's so. If there's an actual offer on the table, 
it is Tyler Hero. That's Tyler actually Hero. being offered. And also the idea that a team gets fair value in any tra- I mean, we talked about it with Otani. Whenever you got a great payer like that, rarely is it ever a 50-50 split or anywhere near it. Mm. You're Portland. You have a rookie GM. There is a reason why Woj is basically being paid for and saying the stuff that he's saying, trying to get any other team other than Miami to bite and offer something. It's not there. Even with Miami not offering or not having the necessary pieces that nobody and not even NBA 2K in franchise mode would approve the trade. You know what I'm saying? It's still just Miami. And the best player they're going to get is Tyler Hero. Does that fit Portland? It's not really Miami's business. But at the end of the day, nobody else is going to offer anything close to that. And that's just my opinion. Well, usually, I'll add this. Usually, I am on the side of GMs if players are one out after while they're on contract. Because you sign that contract, you're getting paid millions, you know, and you sign that extension. Why are you requesting to trade? This culture of, I'm not happy here. Well, you're getting paid $35 million a year. Suck it up. You know, it's like kind of what I usually say. But with Lillard, he's contributed so much and he's been there way too long. I feel like they have to do him a service and send him to Miami. I feel like that sets a precedent, like Armand said a few weeks ago, for the younger guys moving forward, that they're going to do right by their players. So, Adrian, you do have a point. I think Tyler Hero is the guy they're going to get. It, But, I mean, is the guy in the trade, but will that be to a third team, right? Because I, I do think picks are going to be what they want if they – I think Simons might be gone too. Nurkic is for sure gone in the deal, mm-hmm. by the way. We can talk about that. It's a separate conversation. But I just wanted to say – I think in this culture of players wanting out, I side with the GMs a lot of times because you're getting paid $35 million. It's like when they say, I don't want to talk to the media. Getting paid $30 million, Suck it up. You know, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's the least you could do. Like, I mean, well, okay, okay. Uh, it's a business. Do, if I'm getting paid $35 million, I'm doing it. What do you want? What do you want me to do? You know, like, sure. come on. Like, he's sure, a team player. Be, great. be grateful. Be grateful. Um, I'm sorry. Like that's the, the first thing. Like all the all the complaining and stuff. That's I mean the players are just soft nowadays. But that's a separate conversation. <laughs> what does going that into, mean? Uh, when but, but, soft, as, as hey, hold on. I don't want to go. Say, I, product I, I, of his generation. Product of his generation. I'm soft in the paint. I play like a guard at six six. I cannot bang inside. I have no post moves. They try to always put me in the post on the weekends, and I'm like, oh I'm God. a snipe. I play point guard. If you don't want me to play point guard, don't invite me. I'm not going to play center. Uh, at the same time, I'll end this on this. They need to trade him somewhere. I just think that Nurkic or Simons is going to be a part of the deal. Armand, what do you think? Well, um, on Grant's point, I just don't see them taking Dame into the season with them because it's it, you don't want a franchise legend to be remembered in an awkward way with how it ended. I, that's at least how I how I perceive it. I wouldn't want to have that awkward tension and kind of maybe some of the fans turning on him. To Adrian's point, I don't think Tyler Hero is the best player you can get in the trade. I think you can do a, a younger player that has more upside than a hero. Tyler Hero's like 23 already, years old. He's 24 we, years old. We know what Hero's limitations are, and those limitations are probably I just never said he's 24 away. years old. But what his does that limitations, mean? He's he 24 can't defend years in the old. playoffs. Yeah, but even if he's 24, he can't defend. He's got what, like Armand said, he's got liabilities. Like, I'll take Tyrese Maxey over him. The problem with a hero is in the playoffs. They're all the same thing. (laughs) They all have liabilities in one way or form in their their game. Hero's more proven. Hero's a better player than Maxey. 
No, no way. No, 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 no. What are you guys talking about? You are smoking some Snoop Dogg weed. Hold on a second. What have the Sixers done? What what have the Sixers done in the playoffs? That's on Harden, not on him. He averages 20 points per game in the playoffs. If they, let Maxie, if they let Maxi oh take the reins and be the number one guy instead of M. Fraud, M. Choke, and you oh, know, James Harden yeah. Choke, yeah, M. B. to a lesser, lesser degree. If they let Maxi at least be the second option, he they would succeed in the playoffs. He couldn't they would succeed in the playoffs. He's on this team. Yeah, but they haven't. I'm not talking about what ifs. I'm talking about what's saying. Hero, Hero can't play a lick of defense, and Maxi has better cool. moves at getting to the basket. He make an NBA Finals. He did. You're talking about. He's very. He's valuable. He's won awards. Like, is. what do you? What do you mean? You, you guys are talking about potential. I'm talking about what's already happened. Okay. If and James Harden, if if you switch Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo for James Harden and Joel Embiid, you're choking in the first round that, that year or the happened. second round. Like that I'm hasn't just saying. Happened. That's it's not Maxi's fault he wasn't drafted on the Heat. Like, he's a better player. All this advanced stats prove it. He shot 44% from three. He tw- he's a lock it in 20 a game, even uh, the, as the third option. If he was the second option, he'd average 25 mean? points per game. And he's and he's not a normal third option. You're playing with James Harden and Joel Embiid, so you never get your rhythm, ever. Like, you never you can't get a rhythm playing with those two guys. And Harden you know how hard it is to shoot 44% from three with that volume and that, that many defenders on you and that stagnant offense of the pick-and-roll game between James Harden and, and MB. My, Miami doesn't have a stagnant offense? They don't have to when Hero's on the court. They don't really they, have they an move, offense. That's my well, they point. move exactly. the ball more around. They don't just do pick-and-rolls the whole time. Yes, Bam Adebayo's a bucket. Jimmy, Even Jimmy Butler's a bucket. Like, what are we saying right now? What are you that talking about? I was not a bucket. He said that's, he had like multiple four point games. That is sarcasm to prove my <laughs> He's point. Not He's not a bucket. He's not a bucket. Sometimes he can't hit the raw okay. side of a barn. Everybody, I know we got five people in here. Everybody, take a second. I was being sarcastic and saying that Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are buckets because they're not buckets, which means it's harder to score for Tyler when he's on a stagnant offense with dudes who can't get a bucket if they need to, which proves that it's harder for him to score than Maxi with two MVPs and Embiid and Harden on the court. It kind of helps him out. Tyler hasn't had that. What are we talking about? This The Sixers have had plenty of opportunities, and they always lose in the first round. That's not on Maxi. Cool, but he's a part of that team, and he plays a part. He's a starter. So okay, you, no, no, so you, but you, so you, you just got to the finals without Tyler Hero. They you're just got gonna, to the finals without him. You're, you're going just to saying. take away, and they needed him, and they needed him. No, they didn't. They would have. They, they would have gotten him. smacked and even more. Did they win the finals? Look at defense. Did they win the finals? They got a game. They would have been swept. They would have been swept if Hero played. Because that would have. And when and when Hero played, they won two games. They won six games against the Lakers. So what are we saying? He is a but you can't, you can't just player. blame an individual player. Like Jim Brunson was anyone. excellent, was excellent for the Knicks, and you're going to say, "Oh, they didn't win the series, so it's his fault." No, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you guys exactly. are letting, you. So hold on. So Maxie's off the hook because he has two yes. great players. <laughs> so coach doesn't implement it well. Here. And the Heat don't. So now Tyler's like, like, what are you talking about? Where's Hero's so good. Hero hasn't been able to shoot with efficiency since that finals. Since that finals. He hasn't been even close to 39% from three, really, in most games. Maxi's 44% from three with volume, and that's as a third option. Put him as a second option. He, we're talking about him in the same, like, he's the third or fourth best shooting guard in basketball, if we're, if we're talking about that. At the end of the day, yes. all, of, Tyler, all of Tyrese Maxi's the third or fourth best shooting guard ter- in within the a, league. Within it. 
Yeah, if we talk about when he Are becomes we talking second basketball, option. You bring it up. Okay, he has. Okay, you guys keep I talking about hypotheticals. I'm talking about what's happened previously. Like, what are we talking about? I want to hear hypotheticals on this. Go at ahead. At the end of the day, all of these guards have the same question mark. Tyrese Maxey, Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, all of these guys. In the playoffs, as we see with Jimmy Butler and so many other star-level players, you're going to get screened and you're going to get switched on to the other team's best player. Will you survive or will you not? So far in Tyler Hero's career, he does not survive. And that's kind of as good as you can be offensively. If you if you get played off of the floor because of your defense in crucial games, then that's a problem. Tyrese Maxey might have the same problem. So, yes, I, I see both sides when it comes to this. But, I mean, even though he's 23, 24 years old, if you can't defend, especially against switches in the playoffs, you're always going to be a liability in some degree. Offensively, I love Hero's game. I do, but me too. That's just that's how I see Hero. And when you're a team like Portland, I know Arash, we kind of got off the rails here. But when you when you're a team like Portland, I don't really have any need for Hero because of the three guards that we already have. I, I wouldn't want to or bring Maxie, another or guard. any of them, any of them. Any, but that's that's all that's available. Though that's the thing. That's all that's available. Which is back to my original point that with what's available or what's going to be offered. Hero, hero is going to be the best thing that they're going to get unless something crazy happens. But that's all. This is this is a question I have for Arash because you're right, Adrian. Th that is all that is available. How much of these talks, though, do you think Arash are done in absolute silence? Could there be a mystery oh, team a that you yeah, haven't heard a peep about? Listen, you you touched on it. I mean, the number of times this has happened is a ton. I mean, listen, I, I go back to one of the best uh, ones ever, the uh, Paul George thing. Like, that came out of nowhere, which kind of goes to, you know, Kawhi's love for the Clippers, that none of the, their meetings or their talks leaked out. His talks with the Raptors kind of leaked out. His talks with the Lakers certainly leaked out. Nothing with the Clippers leaked out. And then beyond that, when you have the the, the, the trade that the, the, that the Clippers made for Paul George, the fact that not even a peep of that leaked is still incredible when you really think about it. Um, so, yeah, listen, I'll, I'll, these tra trades can happen out of nowhere. My favorite one that kind of came out of nowhere – Pau Gasol, obviously, all of a sudden you you wake up one morning and Pau Gasol got traded to the lake. So these these things can happen. They can they can go from zero to one hundred real quick, as they say. So uh, we'll, kind of like we'll this see show. What one day. Well, listen, I mean, we we. Ah, and and I you know, I love this stuff. I live yeah. for this. This is awesome. I didn't know you know Drake like that, Arash. Yeah, Randon <laughs> just pointed that out. Yeah. It's good. Arash and knows him by Aubrey. Arash knows him by Aubrey. My very bad Aubrey from Toronto. Very, very <laughs> proud of him. Um, and just to let everybody know, youtube.com slash at the sporting trib, veins were popping out in multiple multiple yeah. peoples during that discussion. Um so yeah, go check that out and subscribe. So I, I think before we close out today, and we have a few minutes here, we we, we have to lighten the mood here. Uh I, I have a question for Grant, and then I'm gonna put Brandon on the spot because we had mentioned this off air. That Brandon is an up-and-coming sports reporter, just had this show here with Tani News that did 200,000 views, all that good stuff, and we're very proud of him. We're also proud of his bars. The man can freestyle. The man can rap. And Grant, you've known him for quite some time. Is this true? 
Uh, it's actually very true. Uh, let me give you some, some backstory here. So me and Brandon have gone to many games together. We went to a lot of Clipper games last year. We went to Angel games last year. During these car rides, which is probably an hour long, he'll just say, hey, let's put on an instrumental. Let's freestyle. <laughs> and we'll, he'll just pick out a sign. He'll be like, oh, there's a sign. He'll start freestyling over that beat. He'll go on YouTube, find the beat, bam, immediate bars, immediate lyrics. Now, I do have wow. a recording of this. I'm not going to put it out there yet because we don't have a recording deal. We don't have an agent. We don't have any of that <laughs> yeah. stuff. But it is true. These That's stories are us? true. Brandon, Brandon does have it. He has that ability. So yeah, you know, how, I, how do we do this? Yeah, we got two two and a half minutes left. We gotta we, we gotta hear something. This is how we do this. No, Brandon no, no, Matt, no. I'm I need a beat. I need a beat. Well, we illegally no. we're on the radio. No, no, uh, no. I don't want to get sued by a label, so you're gonna have to <laughs> I go. I keep my stuff. I keep yeah. I keep my stuff. Um, I don't want to get in trouble with the radio. I, I don't want to flip a cuss word or anything like that. But I'll say this. I'll say Grant has the video. You guys want to see one of the one of the bars. Um, very disrespectful bars, very honest, um, but uh, bars, very, very explicit. Uh, he can Hero. send it. Can say, oh, I can make one about maybe, Tyler Hero. The anti-Jack uh, Carlo Tyler Hero song. Yeah. Maybe one day at Arash's wedding, right? We can, uh, that's we can what see he, a free he, stuff. So, he, he, yeah. he promised me that. So that yeah. I'll do that, for sure. For sure. We just need three songs by then, Grant, but I want an album. We need to go back to that studio and record an album. Just one take it. Right. See, he's serious. I'm telling you guys, he's serious. Well, look, we, we put him under pressure in the playoffs, and similar to most of the Sixers roster, he didn't come through. <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. It's yeah, because right. he didn't provide me a beat. It's not Maxie's fault you provided him Harden. <laughs> Fair enough. These are great analogies. You guys are hitting it out of the park with these. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. This is a good little All crew right. around here. Listen, we will do something. We will work on it. Uh, speaking of bars, tomorrow's Show will be great. We're scheduled to have slam dunk champion Mac McClung, South Bay Laker legend. Uh, so listen, we're, we're 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 very excited to have him. But yeah, listen, we we will work on this. Now that we're on YouTube, now that we're streaming, you can watch the show. We want to provide you guys with the entertainment value that you uh, demand from us. And listen, if you like hot sports takes, if you like debate, my goodness, the veins popping out of my co-host today, uh, the passion. El Pasión. I love that. All right. Listen, <laughs> we all got to take a deep breath, calm down, and uh, that's all the time we have for today. So let's take some time off, take a breath, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.